0: hey guys welcome back to the saved and sexual podcast i hope you guys are having a really good week and um yeah that's it i'm just gonna get right into it for those who are new you're very welcome there's a new episode every monday and thursday um there's a lot more uh there are a lot more resources on um saved and sexual at weeks i'll put the website link down below and then also on Instagram, so you can follow us. You can email us. You can you know get in touch in the way that's most comfortable for you, and then and get involved in the conversation. Okay, great. So let's get started. Um, I'd like to know what you guys thought about last week's episode, not last week Monday's episode. Um, What we talked about, what we're talking about was sexual rights and rights and freedoms versus right and wrong. And is there a difference and should we be concerned? Why? Yeah. So I will link the, like the story behind sexual rights and you guys can go and read about that um, yourselves. But I'm just going to go. So we said we we're going to go into the different sexual rights. There are seven principles um, in this sexual rights agenda. And I mean, by the way, they could have been added to at this point. But these are the ones that were presented to the UN to be incorporated, I think, as human rights as well, yeah. Um, so we'll start with the first one, and by the way, this is the IPPF Declaration on Sexual Rights. IPPF, as we said before, is International Planned Parenthood Federation, which is the biggest providers of the biggest provider of abortions in the world. Yes, under the guise of you know care for women and all sorts of things. So there are seven general principles. So principle one. Uh, reads like this: Sexuality is an integral part of the personhood of every human being. For this reason, a favorable environment in which everyone must enjoy all sexual rights as part of the as part of the process of development must be created. Okay. So every time I present, <coughs> I present an um, a statement to anyone that I'm working with, all the various groups. I ask which words jump out at you okay so when i read it different things came to mind um genesis 3 (laughs) came to mind mainly because this statement starts sexuality is an integral part of the personhood of every human being true okay it is an integral part what it isn't is the whole part yes What it shouldn't do is define my whole self and the actions that I take. My sexuality is an important part of who I am. It's not all of who I am. And I can choose to honor God with it or dishonor him. Just like with every other thing in our lives, we have the ability to either obey god or not obey him he has given us what it is that we should do he has shown us what it is that we should do and he is the one that gives us the strength to be able to live for him so when they say that sexuality is an integral part of the personhood of every human being that's a true thing right it's then followed that for this reason because of this a favorable environment in which everyone may enjoy all sexual rights as part of the process of development must be created okay so number one they've said that they've already stated in the first statement that then all sexual rights must be um not only accepted but an environment must be created where everybody can enjoy these sexual rights okay even before naming all of them that's the first one okay um number two again last week we talked about rights and freedoms we talked, not last week, on Monday. What did you seen last week? And we talk about rights and freedoms and what that means um, from a sexuality perspective. And every time uh, you focus on rights and freedoms instead of values and health, it will suffer. Health will suffer, okay? And there are such, uh, sorry, such startling facts about um sexuality and what happens when we don't use our sexuality and engage in our sexuality way God has set up before us and there are very big consequences to it from STDs to the emotional and psychological and spiritual attachments we have to people and I know that there's this whole uh, everywhere in media and everything else people tell you that it's okay and you can have sex without any <clears throat> what is it, any attachments, you're able to do it. You should have friends with benefits. You can have um, no strings attached sex. You can have um, one night stands. And all these things will not be detrimental to your health and your well-being, okay? I would hope that most of us know this to be a lie. But there are a number of us who actually think that this is true, yeah, within the church. And we believe that having... Sex is just a matter of um, indulging my physical desires, my natural physical desires. The thing is, that's only part of it. And the problem with this sexual right for me is not just that um, people should have sexual rights. Yeah, that's what they've declared. But the fact that every that a favorable environment must be created for everybody to enjoy. Yes, these rights as a part of the process of development, okay? So they're saying it's not enough for you to be able to have a good time. They're saying it's not enough for you to be able to have the sex. What they're saying is an environment must be created. That means me. That means you. That means the rest of us must create an environment that makes it comfortable for everybody to practice their sexual um, desires, yeah number one why should that be a right okay but number two the one of the things that they kept saying and if you go back to like arguments even when people were arguing for gay marriage or different things in different countries one of the the things that comes up and also comes up here is why do people care what happens in other people's bedrooms yeah that's their own business they're just looking they're very innocent um and they're just looking to have same rights as you right they just want to get married um but then look at that same society years on okay if you say i'm a christian so i can't perform a wedding um a gay wedding or i can't um, give a service at a gay wedding uh, that is now they've, they've made it a crime So people are losing their businesses, their houses. Um, Organizations are being told you must hire gay people. Even Christian organizations where they're saying, we welcome gay people. Okay, you people, everybody is welcome to come and hear about the Lord. But what we're not going to do is have people who live something contrary to scripture, something contrary to which we believe in leadership positions in our organizations. That is now becoming not just taboo, okay but they are now criminalizing that okay there's a very real effort to decriminalize homosexuality in every um in every country yeah and because a lot of developing countries have homosexual uh, sodomy sorry, sodomy as a crime and there is a very real and concerted effort to decriminalize that. I think you might have seen that um, a couple of years ago. Not a couple, last year. Um, But, uh, and I always say once one thing has not succeeded, another thing pops up almost as fast okay so it's a it's a concerted effort and if you actually look at the data in how many countries this came up at the the decriminalization effort came up within the span of two three five years and we all know that legal processes are expensive we all know that things uh, um it's hard to put certain things together, and yet, consistently, um, concisely, these cases kept being brought up in different countries um, over a very short period of time. So, that's not a coincidence, okay? That's a plan. And if you look at nothing else, at least that, um, in our mind, should tell us that, okay, these things didn't just happen. It's like, oh, coincidentally, everybody decided to start doing this, okay? Um, <clears> okay. <throat> And people may say that it's because the societies are changing, but the truth of the matter is no societies change exactly the same way at exactly the same time. Okay. Number one, unless there's a, there's a, something that has instigated that change. Um, and number two, have you asked regular Kenyans what they think about um sodomy and decriminalization of homosexuality so that you tell me that it's because our culture is changing that the law is changing or is it that we're trying to change the law to force that that law and that belief system on a culture that doesn't want it okay yeah people are going to come at me and be like oh you hate gay people you do all of these things I don't hate you I don't hate gay people I love you Okay, Um, and that may not be totally understandable and you may disagree because this is an emotional issue but there is no hate disagreeing with your point of view disagreeing um, with you does not mean that I hate you and that brings it back to um, when they say that sexuality is an integral part of the personhood of every human being many people have taken their sexuality to be their identity so that if I say that I disagree with some of the things you're doing sexually yes that means that i'm disagreeing with you as a human being that means i'm canceling you as a human being that's not the truth yeah and all of that is wrapped up in this one statement because they want the environment to be created where people can express whatever sexual desires they want when they want and how they want it yes and that in and of itself i think is a whole um just kind of wants Okay, because now you have people in the States talking about, and actually um, in intellectual discussions and everything, talking about how pedophilia is a sexual orientation. Some people are just born wanting to sleep with children, yes? And you may think that that's an extreme thing, but remember that nothing is born out of nothing, yeah? The only person, God is the only one who created the entire world out of nothing. He's God, okay? The rest of us use building blocks, okay? So they're building blocks and you put one on top of another on top of another to get to a certain point, okay? So when you see certain things in the papers, when you see certain things in media, all of a sudden influencers are talking about it and you're seeing it in music and in protests, people are holding up certain things. And it starts, even if you're not necessarily aware, it starts to desensitize your brain to different things, okay? And so I don't think the the notion that what you do in your bedroom will not affect what I do in my life has been proved false because it is false. It was never a true thing because that was just one of the building blocks to get to the next step, to get to the next step, okay? Now organizations are being fined loads of money because they will not pay for an abortion okay so there's different things that are encompassed in this someone being able to express their sexual rights and us uh being um us being what's it called uh accepting not just accepting but embracing and then celebrating this very thing, your expression of your sexuality, whichever way you see fit to express it. Um, So, and to be fair, uh, I, in theory, I'm going to say this. Um, Yeah, in theory, I would not technically be against decriminalization of homosexuality. Okay, because I do think that we all answer to God for our own um, choices and our own actions. Okay, that is on if it was only a matter of individuals doing their own thing, but we know this to be a false thing. Okay, because we know it's only the start of a much larger thing, a much larger um, eventuality. What they're looking for, what folks are looking for, is very different. To what the Bible says that biblical and godly sexuality is okay. Um, so I'm going to actually link down below, I think, a poster or on the website, uh, uh, an infographic from a thousand watts, and you guys can see how it goes from one place to another. The whole conversation, at least on homosexuality in and of itself, and then you can start to see and link different threads that you have seen. Um, when you read stuff you know in the newspapers or you watch something on tv and you're like oh okay that connects with that connects with the other one connects with the other one things don't happen in a vacuum we don't live in a vacuum so when we talk about building blocks understand that this first statement contains so much it contains so much and in and of itself okay we cannot accept a statement just because it sounds good to us because you see it started well and when i say in the beginning i said it reminds me of genesis 3 because what the devil does is he takes a little bit of truth and twists it so it doesn't it doesn't even resemble what it was meant to resemble in the first place okay so does god really say you add one word and things change Yeah. And people start to consider things. Yeah. Eve starts to consider a different kind of life. Yeah. What if I did? What if it does? It will bring me knowledge. What if it will make me like God? But what's the, what does the devil's promise do? Nothing. It's not fulfilled. Okay. I mean, the devil's promise is not, it's, it never lives up to what he's saying. It is. So you did gain the truth of good and evil, but you did not become like God because of it. Okay? Um, And there's so much... That is a really... just Genesis 3, my word. You could preach every day of the year on it. But I'm going to remind you the statement again. And then I want you guys to go and think about what it actually says and what it would mean for you personally. Okay? In your life. Yeah? Because nobody... Um, a lot of people then think that we think that gay people should not be able to get jobs, gay people should not be able to live their lives, gay people should not be able to have the kind of life I guess that they want. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. You do have the right to live your life, okay? But in as far you see I, I think of this like hedonism. And hedonism is basically the notion that you should just do what feels good. You know, it feels good to you as long as it doesn't infringe on anybody else. Yeah, But it will always fail because the things that feel good to you will be really bad for someone else. So there must be rules and laws to govern these things. Okay, And yes, some rules and laws are unfair and need to be challenged. But other rules and laws put in place make it possible to switch so that it's not that it's made everything equal, but instead it's flipped it so that it's now your one group on top of another one. Okay. It's never just one thing. It's one thing building upon another building upon another. So the one thing I want you to take away from this episode is building blocks. Okay. Connect different threads. Things don't, aren't always what they seem. Okay. So you can be writing um, a whole bunch of things. It's like whenever everybody writes um, Black Lives Matter, and then there's a whole conversation on Of course, black lives matter. And then there's a conversation on, of course, all lives matter. But then there's a conversation on what do these statements mean? Like the weights that they carry in and of themselves. Because many people write them, yes. But when you you say something which links back to an organization which does not uh, espouse biblical teaching, in fact, it's anti-biblical teaching. But what it said here was a really good thing. And I agree with it. of course black lives matter so i agree with it i post it i agree with everything but the stuff that's behind it yeah the stuff that's being pushed because of it the theories that are being pushed because of it are very very hard are very very different than the initial statement you've put out in all honesty and sincerity agreeing and saying that it's wrong for people to be murdered just because of the color of their skin okay it's wrong for people to be murdered period Okay. So think about how one thing builds upon another. So I guess I said I'll read it for you and then I didn't. So principle one in the seven general principles from the IPPF, International Planned Parenthood Federation, Declaration on Sexual Rights. In case you, um, somehow misconstrued what I'm saying, I disagree. Okay. I'm not a fan of Planned Parenthood. Just that i put that out there. Um, So principle one is sexuality is an integral part of the personhood of every human being. Okay. Um, That's the first part of it. Then it says, for this reason, a favorable environment in which everyone must enjoy all sexual rights as part of the process of development must be created. Okay. So there are three aspects to that statement. Can you spot them? Can you spot the lie from the truth? Can you spot how the lie affects the truth and how one thing building upon another will affect not just the lives of the people they claim to want to help, but will affect the lives of us, of every individual, okay? It's never just a, oh, just do it. It doesn't affect you anyway. It will always affect you. It will affect your children. It will affect your church it affects all of us and everything that you know that hurts other people we should be looking for ways not to hurt others but to help them we should be seeking god's face okay and so when we have this expression of human rights what does it mean inside the church not human rights sexual rights what does it mean in front of the church the verse that god gave me today well two verses actually um uh so i read from deuteronomy chapter 22 and <clears throat> from verse 13 which is you know laws concerning sexual immorality you can go and read that right up to the end um but i was reading the part about the the guy who you know he marries a wife and then he doesn't want her anymore he hates her and then he makes up a story but if what he said is true then you know the virgin another virgin though the girl who have been sleeping around is to be stoned And at the end of verse 21, the scripture says, So you shall purge the evil from your midst. Many of us have assumed that God will be okay with evil and sin, as long as I'm really sincere about it. That's a lie. From the pit of hell, guys, it is a lie. Because God requires things of us. God is gracious and he's amazing and he's kind and he's loving. And God is righteous and he's just and he is holy. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. God does not judge based on, oh, okay, all of the evidence says this way or all of the things say that, this thing. God judges from absolute truth. He knows every single thing about every single one of us. So don't buy into the lie that because it feels good and because I need this so badly and because I love God anyway so much, he's just going to get it. He's just going to get it. That was in Deuteronomy. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 16, verse... I'll read from verse 16, but you guys can go and read from verse 14 um, to 18. It says, and the scriptures say, What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, verse 17, therefore go out from their midst, and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. The, says the Lord Almighty. Ch- chapter 7 verse 1 says, Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. In our society today, a lot of us think of um, um, obeying God as legalism, yeah, because there is legalism does exist, but it isn't everything. Okay, God is holy and righteous, and we should be seeking um, to be more sanctified. You know, we we are in a process of sanctification. We're in a process of God making us into who he always wanted us to be and we cannot in any way shape or form act like that isn't important Act like god doesn't see sin anymore act like god is just you know this notion of love what is your definition of love we're going through instagram now we're about, we're about to start um uh just a series of conversations on love and what does it actually mean because everybody throws out this word you know just love jesus is just love just love yeah what is the definition because god's definition of love is very different from humans definition of love we think love means accepting everything you do the way you do it no problem yeah where's truth in that yeah where is protection in that where's preservation in that where's righteousness and holiness and godliness in that. okay? Because we all want to do a bunch of stuff. And honestly, as a Christian, I'm going to mess up. We all are. But we need to hold each other up. So if I'm messing up, I don't need... What, what I may want is my friends to be like, Oh, I love you anyway. But what I need is for everybody to be praying for me. For some people to confront me. To be shown, Girl, yes, I love you, but this is wrong. And I'm gonna hold your hand as we go along. And here's the thing: I'm not always gonna like it when you tell me, yeah. When we are sinning, we like the sin, so we don't like to be told that the sin is bad. Okay, so you're just—we're going to have to get past this notion that I'm not going to care about what you think, yes, or I'm not going to point out your sin because I don't want you to point out mine. Okay, we must honor God, and God he is not honored in this he's not honored in this principle of sexuality may sound good starting out but it doesn't honor him in the end thank you guys for the conversation um uh thanks for sticking around for paying attention um this is a long episode and these sexual rights ones yeah but as i said about 30 minutes or just over um so please feel free to comment share subscribe visit the website let me know what you think get in touch if you have any questions or needs Um, if you disagree that's fine just please be respectful about it and please be gracious about it and then please give a reason for it not just not disagree just to disagree Uh, and that's it i'll see you all next week um, or on Instagram so may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and may he give you peace I'll see you all on the next one God bless you